Everybody, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Contractor Growth Tips. We are talking about social media specifically for contractors. Oh my God, we're going to touch on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even Pinterest. If you're not using it, you better stay tuned because our clients that are using it, oh my God, they're getting more and more leads every single day and they're people who know their business and they want to purchase from them so stay tuned it's going to be a fun episode looking forward to hearing your thoughts afterwards welcome to the contractor growth tips podcast with your hosts full sale marketing get ready for the show that brings you the best tips and strategies to help you get more leads more sales and skyrocket your contracting company to the next level Hey everyone, I'm Logan. And I'm Wayne. And on today's Contractor Growth Tips, we are touching on the big four of contractor social media. That is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. And we're going to be talking about what works, what doesn't work, and what should be working, but it doesn't work. So stick around. We'll walk you through all four platforms and tell you exactly what you need to know about each. So you like that intro? Yeah, I like it. Did you like my sound effects? Yeah, I, I thought you were just breathing heavy because you were getting all excited about Instagram. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, Wayne, hit us off with uh, with Facebook because that's like that's the one that everybody knows. Everybody uses it. Um, it got a ton of bad publicity a year ago. You know, now it's February 2019. Walk us through. Does Facebook even matter anymore? Whew, all right, let's from the beginning. Let me just burst everybody's bubbles here. Tell them that Facebook. Doesn't do as much as he used to. Well, I'll say that. So that's not a huge bubble burst. But basically in 2018, if you guys haven't heard, Facebook switched up their algorithm to essentially promote businesses less and friends and family more. Now, after all the bad press that they were getting, you know, uh, privacy hack, this, that, whatever, too many ads in people's faces, they're like, yeah, let's get back to the basics. Facebook used to be just a social platform to talk with your friends and family. And so that's what they're trying to do, which is great on one hand, but bad on the side for businesses. So I'm sorry to say that even the people who like your business's page, very little, probably less than 10%. I've read posts that say only 5% of people are actually shown the post you're putting out there, which is unfortunate. So that algorithm update hurt us. But at the same time, Facebook can still be good. You can still use it. All right. So number one thing that we recommend is putting pictures and videos, 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 videos of your work up on Facebook, because even though, you know, it's not organically just showing it to people, Facebook is still a platform that a lot of people, you know, maybe they're going to go search on. Or if you decide to do some advertising, people can go to your Facebook page and essentially, you can build trust with them, right? Show them proof of all of your past work, that you know what you're doing, that you put great product out there as well. It's an easy place to uh, collect some reviews as well. Um, Logan, I know, I mean, Facebook Live has been a big thing and it's getting bigger. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, Facebook Live, first off, you got to get over the fact that, um, actually, it's funny. I, I had coffee this morning with a guy who owns a video company and we were talking about, clients and customers on camera they're super cool people very chatty and as soon as you get somebody on camera 
it they just freeze. Now, there's no reason why it should happen, but it's just like this. You feel like the spotlight's on you. So with Facebook Live, people love doing this and they love watching Facebook Lives because they love seeing stuff real time. So you just have to understand that even though the first time you ever go Facebook Live, it's going to be a bit uncomfortable. People. They love it because they're expecting you to mess up a little bit, you know, say the ums, things like that, because it shows that you're human and they actually build rapport with that because they don't want, this goes back to the kind of storytelling, but people don't want a hero to come in and, and totally sweep them off their feet. They want somebody to work together. So they really want to feel like their contractor is somebody that is human. They can support them because they're like them and that the contractor is going to work with them. They're not just going to step in and save everything. So from a Facebook Live perspective, the human aspect of it is huge. Now, Facebook also pushes it a hell of a lot more than everything else. And when you say 5%, Wayne, I would be shocked if it was above 2% just because of like kind of, you know, unless people Mm -hmm. are like liking it and commenting on these certain posts, 5% would be pretty high. Um, And I know one of the old school tactics that we even did was – Back when Facebook was pushing out, if you put a new post up there, the content of 40-50% of your likes, it was, let's generate a bunch of likes from people. Well, that doesn't really matter anymore. It's a, it's a what we call a vanity metric. Yes, you need some likes to show credibility because if you've been in business for 30 years and you've got eight likes on Facebook, something's going to look kind of funky. But that tactic doesn't work anymore because Facebook is different. You know, Yes, you can get 100,000 likes. But if they only show it to 100, you know, I'm sorry, 1% of people, that is 1,000 people. And the amount of money to get up to 100,000 likes is going to be astronomical. Yeah. So, so when uh, yeah. when you're saying likes, you mean like people liking your page, yeah. not just yep, your yep. I'm sorry, like a Facebook like on your page. Yeah. So people essentially that are like following your company. In essence, yeah. You know, but they still, what Facebook does is because they want to push for more community and more um connection between people that's why they're pushing the facebook live is they want people to be real and be honest and so if you go live on on your facebook live then people are gonna get notified and i know i mean Wayne, we talked to my dad the other day he was doing it for the csa and he was like well i feel like people are just vain for doing it and and i have to watch them and it's like you don't you know you go on facebook live as a contractor you just the best thing to do is when you're on the job site walk people through the job site um, Tom Reber always talks about this where he had a um, somebody he was working with where they were like a paint, I think it was a, a painting company and they said hey um, I just showed up to the job site and in my truck we're live on Facebook let's walk on in and see kind of what's going on I have no idea what we're going to find and they walked in and they found that there was the drop cloths everywhere the painting company was doing a fantastic job of um, you know making the place super tidy and it sold a lot of work because it just showed that they were a true, honest company, kind of putting them under the gun of this is really how we do things, and that's the power of Facebook Live. So you definitely want to be on there doing that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And bottom line, I'm be super direct here. If you're afraid to go Facebook, suck it up. Get out of your comfort zone. Man, if you if you haven't heard, a couple of uh, podcast episodes ago, we interviewed Victor Aponte. He's a home renovation, home builder down in Atlanta, Georgia. He's from Venezuela, literally learned English as his second language, what, 15 years ago, and he still gets in front of the camera and he does Facebook Live videos, okay? And you know why? Because it helps his business. 
he is thriving and he loves it now. He's not afraid every time before he starts a project or when they're halfway through a project. When you're taking lunch, go on Facebook Live, show it to people, stumble over your words. Go ahead, but it's real. And that's what people respond to. Don't be afraid of it. Here's a, a huge tip for Facebook, uh, whether it's live or just regular posts, ask questions, okay? The more comments that you can get, the better. And so don't ask rhetorical questions that people aren't going to actually respond to. Um, truly ask them, what do you think of this? What, what would you have done? What would you like to see if you were controlling the project? Stuff like that, and if they comment or when they comment, go reply to their comment, whether it's good or bad, and ask them another question. Boom, because comments. The more comments that are on your posts, the better, the more Facebook's going to show it. Boom, mic drop. That's what I got for Facebook. Cool. Let's move it on. Instagram. Wayne, you know, Wayne, this is going to be kind of your episode because you're definitely the social media of the two of us. So <laughs> tell us about Instagram. Instagram gotta love Instagram man I hear so many contractors that love it as well why do you think that is Logan because it's easy to use <laughs> that sounds good this was truly I was just curious what your opinion was yeah I would say um, easy to use the filters maybe I don't I don't know so I was in a different podcast called how I built this about Instagram mm -hmm. and funny enough the thing that they claim that made them who they are are filters mm -hmm. that they included filters uh funny little side note there either way but instagram instagram is great guys so when it boils down to it, you've probably heard logan and i talk way too much about trust and a great way to build trust is to show your work show that you're producing a great product very good quality you're doing what's expected of you and what's instagram for Showing people, right, pictures, videos, it's wonderful. It isn't meant for just text-based posts. Um, it's all about entertaining, really, pictures and videos. Um, it's growing a lot faster, I think, than any other social platform. YouTube is maybe starting to catch up, gaining some more and more traction. Um, but Instagram is the fastest-growing social media network, and you want to be on it. Right. Um, let's talk about some tricks here to, to Instagram. First off, make sure you have high quality pictures. All right. It's the platform is about entertainment and like enjoyment. And so if people are going on there and your picture is bland, they're just going to scroll straight past it. It's going to have no effect other than it took your time for you to post it on there. Now, I'm not saying don't post at all if you don't have anything because people are going to get analysis paralysis and end up not posting anything, but you want to aim for high-quality pictures and videos. Okay. After that, the other biggest suggestion that I will give is hashtags. A lot of times people don't know what hashtags are, so here's an easy way to think about it. It's There are essentially categories for a lack of of a better description here. Uh, Logan, stop me if I'm not making sense. But essentially, if someone goes onto Instagram and they type in home remodeling, every picture and video out there that has hashtag home remodeling is now going to pop up. Now, it's essentially filtered 
by whatever gets the most likes and comments. That's at the very top of what someone searches home remodeling down to the very bottom. Um, and so that's the goal is that if people are searching for something on Instagram or if they click on a hashtag from a different post, now's your opportunity for you to get in front of their eyes. I mean, when I first heard about it, hashtags, when I really started like learning about them, I was like, who, who does this? It's like, who spends the time to search for stuff on Instagram or who clicks on hashtags to like go look at it? The numbers are staggering. I am not the ideal target person. And so I could not have been more wrong. Uh, so what I suggest is go find a company, probably a competitor of yours, not necessarily in your town, but find a competitor somewhere around the country that is in the position that you want to be in on Instagram, as in they have a lot of followers, they get a lot of likes and comments. Go look at the hashtags they're using and pick and choose some similar ones. I'd say look at five different companies, pick and choose which ones are relevant to you. Um, add additionally, like hashtag your company's name. Once again, you want to tag all of your stuff, obviously with your own name um, and go ahead and just paste those into every single one of your posts. If you don't put it in the description, when you make a post, drop them in the comments. It works the same actually. Uh, hashtags in the comments as well will show up if people are searching for them. So that's Instagram. Logan, what did I miss? And it, well, it doesn't have to be necessarily a competitor. It can even be like a manufacturer. So if you're a landscaper, you look at Belgard, who does you know hardscaping pavers and stuff. Um, you can look at that one. Pond people have Aquascape. I mean, shoot, you can even look at some of like the big lead gen sites and see what they do. So I think there's a lot of other people out there doing the same thing. And I know for us, I mean, for our personal Instagram, we get a lot off these, uh, these hashtags. So it works. Yeah, no, it, it definitely does. Something that we didn't touch on here is, uh, Instagram stories. And, you know, honestly, we're still, Instagram stories are super new. So we're still learning exactly how effective they are. But I do know that Instagram pushes them pretty heavily essentially because it's the newest thing on the platform. Uh, so yeah, post stories also same type of idea, kind of with uh, that you're doing with Facebook Live. Um, show your projects, show a little bit of behind the scenes, post stories. People love them. Nice. Should we move on to YouTube? YouTube. Oh my gosh, man! We over at Full Sail have been super excited about YouTube recently, getting heavier and heavier into it. So Logan, why don't you take us away? So YouTube. YouTube is. The number two search engine online. Number one is Google. Number two is YouTube. And that's because these days, if you look up, I don't know, how to tie a tie, it's much easier to watch a 30-second clip of somebody doing it than a 15-part bullet point may or may not have pictures because it just it's a lot easier to visualize this stuff. Like Your brain processes pictures 60,000 times faster than words. So YouTube is just, it's that new medium where you can watch this stuff. Now, is this good for contracting as a whole? Hell yes. We have sold jobs, not we, but our clients have sold jobs because of YouTube videos where people are searching online for certain things and their, their video shows up and leads them back to the website and then they submit a lead and it's good to go and the youtube video shows a behind the scenes of look we can do what we're talking about you know you search for 
I'm like, I know like my dad's company with Premier Ponds, like they have a one video that's um, pool to pond conversion. And that gets a lot of hits. And that drives a lot of people um, to the website. Shit, Tom Reber, how to make more money as a contractor. Like that YouTube video gets found a lot. And he gets, you know, a good amount of, of engagement with it. So YouTube is fantastic with that. Now, the one thing with YouTube is it's great that you lead them back from your YouTube channel to your website. But the idea behind YouTube is to grow a brand, grow behind the scenes, grow what it is that you actually do. So what we're doing is, is we're actually focusing on keeping people in YouTube. And the best way to do that is let's say you have a video all about I don't know why I keep bringing up kitchen remodels, but let's talk about that one. Kitchen remodels. At the end of the YouTube video, you can actually set it up so that there is, it's called an end screen where, and you might see this in some other videos, but it in essence shows that before the video is done, you can pop up and, and show like the next video that you suggest watching. And it's kind of like with Amazon where it says like, People who have bought this item also buy these other items and you're way more likely to do it because there's social proof and, and that's what other people are doing. So you want to follow in their footsteps so you can actually have a, hey, here's the next video. So what we do on the end of our videos is we also have as like one video is wrapping up, we have a people also view this one and it just continues to have them stay on your channel and learn more about your brand. So back to that kitchen remodeling one, at the end of, let's say, a project profile of a kitchen that you just totally remodeled, you can have a video that talks about like, you know, hey, do you want to check, like, here's another video that somebody else watched, and it's a testimonial of a client that you remodeled their kitchen. Or it's, um, you know, hey, here's like the top five trends of, of kitchen remodeling this year in a video form. So you keep them on your channel and you keep building the brand that way. So now people have seen what you can do. They've seen or they've listened to people talk about from your uh, customers what great service you provided. And they see that you're forward thinking because you're showing the best trends of 2019. So now they know that you're the expert when it comes to kitchens and you're good to go. So that's really how we're pushing uh, YouTube. And it's great because you, you get a video up there. You can then put it on your website, and it's it's called it's like hosted or embedded with with YouTube. Um, but you put it on the website, and it kind of builds a trust, and it shows that you're not just using stock images; you're actually using your own work, which is like it's fantastic. So we're we're using YouTube pretty heavily this year. That's what we're uh, doubling down on. Yeah, that was that was a great little pro tip there, Logan. Get, tell everybody again. Was it called an end screen, or what's this video that you put at the end? It's an end screen, and that's what it's called in YouTube. But you put a video, and we just we we create like a custom um, like outro little, I guess I don't know what you want to call it. like background would be a good word. And we just have the words in there that says like you know people also viewed, and then we just put the video that we think should come next, and that keeps people on our channel because it's like. Hey, look, you know, we appreciate you watching this video. Here's what other people also enjoy watching. Check it out. And they're going to go, oh, okay, you know, I'll do what everybody else did. And they just continue to watch it. And it, it's also good for the YouTube um, algorithm because now YouTube knows, okay, they just watched a kitchen project profile. The next thing that they're watching is a kitchen testimonial. So if you have a competitor that has a kitchen project profile, YouTube knows 
wow, if you go from a project profile to a testimonial, then let's show on your competitor's video, the suggested videos afterwards could be your testimonial. So you're actually stealing people away from your customers if uh, because you're kind of tricking YouTube and saying, this is what we want people to see after a project profile. So Boom. another little pro tip. Another little pro tip. Yes, that's awesome. So when you're uploading it, you can literally just pick end screen and then what video you want to put at the end. Uh, that's great. Another thing that we'll touch on for YouTube is sort of the descriptions. Right? When you're uploading a video, you can write a description below it. A lot of people, you know, they don't really know what to say or they'll put like one sentence of what the video is about. Great way to think about it is imagine someone that stumbles upon your YouTube video yet they hate videos, they would much rather read, um, try and write your description, what you're talking about in your video, or what you show in your video. Literally, like, walk them through it. Um, truly, I suggest, or what I mean do is watch the entire video over again, and then just kind of write it out, right? And so, if someone doesn't want to watch the video, then they can read the description, and this is actually going to help it uh, get found also. It's going to show up in Google, it's going to show up better in YouTube, uh, nice little little hack there as well. Cool. Cool. So Wayne, lead us through the black sheep of the social media world that actually works pretty well. Pinterest. Oh my god. Oh god, you said the word. All right, <laughs> contractors, don't run away. Don't run away on this yet because Pinterest, it's not just for girls and for DIY at home crafts anymore that is what pinterest used to be and the first time that i started talking about pinterest for contractors um i think i lost a few friends so <laughs> well i'm not being serious but maybe i am pinterest is great guys um still the number one audience that's on pinterest are women but if you think about it who most of the time are decision makers is it the wives the women a lot of times at least that's what I've heard. So why would you not advertise to them? Or not even advertise, but market your business to them. What Pinterest is, it's a planning platform. I mean, there's people that, especially big renovation projects, they're planning for years, the very least months, right? They're shopping around looking for ideas. They're trying to figure out what they want in their home because I mean, your home is your most valuable possession. So why would you not plan? And what Pinterest can do is you can just make boards that showcase the stuff that you do. And so that way, when a lot of people are on Pinterest, doesn't matter who it is, when they're looking for ideas, they stumble across yours, right? You're showing your work at the same time you're giving ideas, you're helping people out to figure out what they want in their home. Right, And what's great about Pinterest is that most of the time, it's just an image. Video, you can post videos on Pinterest. Don't really bother bother with it uh, at this point in the future. Definitely, they're growing with it. But a single image, right, a little description, kind of like a little teaser, and then shoot them over to your website. People on Pinterest are truly in the research phase. They're trying to learn what's out there, all the potentials. And so if you can be the one that's helping them do the research and answer their questions when they have more questions or when they're ready to move forward, guess who they're going to call? Not the Ghostbusters. They're going to call you and they're going to want to put more money into your bank account through Pinterest. Would you have ever guessed it? 
Logan, what were, what were your thoughts? I mean, when we first started talking about Pinterest, I know you helped Premier Ponds with Pinterest in the start, right? Yeah, I kind of saw it, it bringing up like a lot of traction. Um, it it just brought a lot of traffic in, and and, and there's a, like a, there's a, a backside of Pinterest to this where I've actually I sat in on a on a sales call that Derek got Derek Johnson, and the it was an older woman. And she said, Derek, I want you to, you know, come fix up my backyard. And he said, okay, let me ask you, do you know what Pinterest is? And she said, yes, I do. And she's got to be at least 65. And he said, great, do me a favor. Go on Pinterest. Send me a couple of pictures of backyards that you really like and you want in your, your home. And we'll talk about what that stuff costs. And she goes, perfect. So what did he just do? He now had her go online, visualize what? You know, in, in, in this, I mean, in Pinterest is all about like it's it's higher end stuff for the most part. Visualize what can be in the backyard, send it over to him, and now he's walking through her dream backyard. So she's already in her mind living in it, and he's just sitting there walking through, going, "Oh, oh wow, that's a pretty cool, you know, fence." Tell me, you know, why you're thinking that color? And she goes through it, and at the end, he says the price. And if she doesn't like the price, well, now the Pinterest picture is the bad guy, not Derek. So. I know we're talking about Pinterest for your own company, but using Pinterest as a sales tool is also super relevant. And imagine if you got to use Pinterest as a sales tool, but of your own company's uh, pictures and projects and things like that. So that's actually a, a bit of a two for one for in the Pinterest world. A two for one for the pit man. I am so happy you brought that up. Um, Cause I mean, I forgot to touch on it there. Cause yeah, guys, put boards together they're called boards on pinterest it's just like a, a grouping like a little category um of stuff like dream backyard and put tons of pictures in there ideally tons of yours but also other stuff you're finding on pinterest you can pin them all in there and that way when you get a prospect that says i want a new backyard but i don't know what i want you can point them there and you can feel really confident you know they're in your environment you're still helping them, even if all the images aren't yours. And then your customer can ideally tell you exactly what they want. Use it as a sales tool. Logan, that was a, man, that was a true pro tip. Yeah, I had a couple of pro tips in this one. Yeah, man, you must be a pro or something. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of tips. <laughs> well, cool. Nice. Hey, Wayne, you're the, uh, the master of social media. Is there anything that we missed? I don't think so, guys. I mean, when it comes to social media... When it boils down to it, there's so many ins and outs of it, but you just want your brand to be shown, right? Try and be on as many as you can, but really focus it down, I'd say, just to like two um, and do do a good job. High-quality pictures, end of the day, are going to win. Honesty, asking questions, asking people's opinions. So we'll leave it at that um, for today's episode. But guys, before you leave, we have a sweet special offer going on right now that is also free go to fullsalemarketing.com slash giveaway we put together a pretty nice guide it's called the five steps to generating more leads for your contracting company it goes through yes you guessed it social media but also touches on seo video advertising and so much more go over there all you gotta do put your email in get it the download We'll send it on over to you, um, and you can start generating your own leads. Guys, if any of that helps you or if anything in this episode helped you, please, please do us a huge favor. 
drop a comment, leave us a review, whether it's good or bad. Um, that's how we're going to stay in business. That's how we're going to keep producing awesome content and truly know what you guys like and what you don't like. Logan, anything else? I'm good. I appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Contractor Growth Tips. If you want to hear more, the number one thing you can do is to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. We'll see you in the next episode.